What's up, sis? Hey, girl. How you doing? You know I can't complain. Good. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Sis to Sis podcast, a space where women can grow, interact, and give and receive support to and from other women everywhere. Not just woman to woman, but sis Sis to sis. Happy Sunday! Ooh, happy Sunday. Hey, sis. Hey, girl. How you doing today? What the fuck yeah. do you know? Yeah. I'm alright, I'm alright, yeah. you know. That's good, that's good. I'm good, too. I'm, I know we've been talking about this week being long and dreary. It was long. Creeping on by, and I've been struggling, because... Y'all, I was telling Nietzsche that I started a diet on Monday. Whole struggle. And so I'm intermittent fasting, which if anybody doesn't know what that means, it means that you only eat for a certain amount of time during the day. So um, it's usually like an eight-hour window. So I typically eat from like 11 to 7 or like 12 to 8, depending on how my day is going. Um but yeah, it's I'm adjusting. My body was in shock like until yesterday. Um and I think I'm finally like kind of coming to terms with it. Like I'm, I I think I can survive. You're going to survive. I think I'm going to make it through. But it. I've just been eating like no bread, no pasta, no potatoes, no so no <laughs> nothing white and nothing um sweet. nothing sweet. No sweet drinks, no not a lot of sugar, and I stopped drinking coffee. Oh my gosh, I stopped drinking coffee. You can't drink coffee on that. Girl, no. I mean, not, not the way drink- I drink coffee. Well, okay. I can't drink black coffee. Okay, that makes so, sense. So yeah, makes I drink sense. coffee with like a cup of sugar in it. Look, you're and- not alone. Like, I, <laughs> I, I like need, a little bit of coffee in I my need creamer. The sweet in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, my coffee is almost. White, it's white skin by the time I drink it. It's so, not chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and so I've transitioned from coffee <laughs> to tea. I've been drinking um, this tea. It has like dandelion flour and turmeric and chili powder. Like, it's a really natural herb. What does it taste tea. like? It tastes pretty good. Does it's actually it? not that bad. Yeah, and I put a couple tablespoons of honey in it. <laughs> Cause girl, I can't. I I already know. That's look, I'm already thing. giving up coffee. I can't give up all the sweetness. And honey is definitely better than sugar. It's a natural. Yeah. So sweet. You know, getting my Winnie the Pooh on. Well, come on, Pooh. Come on, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been good. It's I've I'm proud of myself that I gave good up job. coffee because I thought I was for sure that I couldn't. And it was really just the routine mm-hmm. of drinking coffee because it doesn't do anything for me doesn't like energize me anymore i'm immune oh, to it i you. think yeah like my body is totally used to it so. that's how i was doing with lattes oh, yeah. that espresso. i'd be like every time i go to starbucks okay girl i want my latte they'll be like oh you want two shots or one <laughs> <I have> espresso <laughs> oh mm-hmm. well you know what i usually get yeah. just do that yeah mm-hmm. it was so bad they knew my whole they order and give you extra yeah and i was I had to let that go because that was that was a bit much yeah I think it's really just a matter of like telling yourself that you can't like you know as hard as it seems 
you have to just tell yourself that you don't need this. It's not healthy for you. It's not benefiting you in any way. So once I realized that coffee wasn't like, I mean, it's not keeping me awake. Like it's not, I was still tired in the morning. So it's, it's, I can definitely let it go now because I realized that it's not helping my life. So you really thought about it and you said, this ain't doing it for me. It was not doing it. Yeah. So speaking of telling yourself these things, sis, today we are coming to you to tell you that there's no such thing as no. There's no such thing as no when there is a purpose on your life. Yes. I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, you are the only person that can give yourself and accept for yourself a no. Yeah. For sure. That's true. I mean, when you really think about it, if, you know, somebody tells you you can't do a certain job, then that's on you to go prove that you can do that job. Maybe you just weren't supposed to do that job for them or with them or, you know, just anything in life. Let's let's go all the way back. Way back. Back, back in, in the, the time. time. <laughs> no, baby, no, baby. <laughs> No, but way back before you were even born, like before you were even thought about. Oh. Before you were even in the womb. Before the womb. When you came straight out of that man (laughs) inside your mother's body, you were in the form of a little tiny itty bitty thing called a sperm you were a little bitty like piece of matter and out of all of the other millions and billions pieces of matter that were just like you you were the one sis that you made it you made you fought off all them other sperm M sperm across the street M sperm that you know wasn't wasn't as strong as you like they weren't they didn't want it as bad sis period you fought your way through pushed them out the way and you did not accept no for an answer you came through you made it to the womb and from the beginning you were saying yes to your life basically Nobody, nobody told you that you couldn't. Nobody told you that you could. You just decided that I'm going to. I'm the one. Mm -hmm. I am the one. I don't know about y'all. I don't know what y'all going to do in here. Y'all can wither away and die for all I care. But I am going to the womb. I will see the light. And here and here you are. Here you are. Michi, you made it. You made it too, baby. I know. I was fighting hard. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was throwing bows, kicking, headbutting, honey, throwing banana peels on My the ground. Banana peels on the ground. I was gonna make. I was gonna be the one to make it, and I did. Yeah. And you have to realize that you made it too. Um, I know that was crazy, a crazy analogy, but it's true. Look, sis, that was probably the funniest analogy, but <laughs> it is the absolute truth. It is true. Even from the very beginning, you started. Yeah. I mean, so really think about that. I mean, there are anywhere from 40 million to 1.2 billion sperm that 
are produced at one time mm-hmm. when you know you know what you know we know what <laughs> we know what happens when that happens that's how many there are and out of all of that we are the ones that that are here now in this life that we have in your beautiful life making all of the decisions that you're making for yourself for your family for your children and just you know trying to be the greatest possible person that you can the greatest possible sperm (laughs) that you can be I mean that's just what it is so I think that we have to really like realize that and it's it's hard not to when you break it down in those terms like really think about it that deep it's like damn I made it I'm savage Mm -hmm. like I really can do anything yeah but sperm aside you yeah. really can. Like, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. You should never let somebody tell you no and then take that as your final answer. I, you know, I preach that a lot to, you know, my friends because I have a lot of friends who are, let's see, a little bit phobia, have a phobia of rejection. Mm, so they don't even want to try. No. Yeah. Now, me, on the other hand, you know, I don't care. I can be rejected all day. Uh, yeah. Somebody can tell me no. But somebody else will tell me yes. Yes. And that has always been my mindset, always been my motto. Mm -hmm. If somebody tells me no, the next one will tell me yes. Even if the next one tells me no, the one after that may tell me yes. And I'm going to keep going until I get the yes. Yep. What I'm looking for. If you're determined, you have to. Exactly. And it could be, you know, it could be a week. Mm -hmm. It could be a year. It could be five years. It could be 10 years. Like the average person, the average successful person has been working at their craft for at least 10 years Mm -hmm. when nobody knew about it. Yeah. Nobody knew what they were doing. Um, I listened to, I've been here lately actually listening to um, a lot of like motivational um speaking and i've been listening to people like oprah there go. i've been listening to steve harvey a lot oh. a lot a lot and i feel like that's somebody that people don't really think about as a motive but he i mean as a motivational speaker he is powerful i mean he is powerful he really is even you know I mean, he's yeah. funny. He's still, and he still kind of has that comedic, you know, um, humor about him. But he really is able to like connect with people, I guess, who are on a lower level because he totally understands. Like, did you know that he was homeless for mm-hmm. three years? I didn't know that. I did not know that he lived out of his car for three years. I did not know that he did not have a high school education. He did not graduate from high school. He he was actually he actually got his career by um, writing jokes for a man who was doing stand up in his local comedy club. And um, somebody came to him one day and said that he should tell the jokes himself. Like, why aren't you telling these jokes yourself? So he got up and did it one day and just so happened the day he did it, he was on the list for the next day. Hmm. And um they went down the whole list and they called the last person's name and nobody ever went up. So they were like, okay, we're going to go to tomorrow's list. And he was the first person on the list. Do you see how And he got he up. Yeah, he got up. And yeah, when you're not even, 
not even prepared, not even ready. Like, so he um got up, did his jokes, and he said the next day he went and quit his job. And that's what led him to being homeless. Hmm. Because he saw this vision. He said he won that, you know, the competition that night and won $50. And he said he cried all the way home. And the girl that put him up to that said, why are you crying? It's only $50. And he was like, you don't understand. This is my purpose. Like this, I just, I didn't win $50. I won my purpose. Like what I've been praying for this whole time. So things like that, I just really find it crazy that these people, you know, it's hard to look at celebrities sometimes and believe that they were once a regular, a regular person. person. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they just didn't take no mm-hmm. for an answer. You know, like he sacrificed not having a home and not having food and not, you know, having friends, his family, you know, ridiculing him like you're stupid. Why are you quitting your job? Like, but it was because he had a vision. He had a purpose. He may not have had a plan just yet, but he was not taking no for an answer. No. And I I feel like that you not taking no for an answer really is the beginning of your plan when it comes to something. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's the beginning of... I feel like the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. if you really have a dream or a goal or something that you've just been, you know, pondering, you maybe you don't know how people are going to respond to it or even how well it's going to do. Like, sis, you don't know how it's going to do until you do it. That is true. Even with me starting the Unlisted Celebrity Mm -hmm. Agency, I had actually been in business a whole year before I actually put it to use yeah and that whole first year i was really like i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) i really don't know what i'm doing but i know that this is what i want to do and Mm -hmm. there were a lot of no's i i didn't get responses back from certain media outlets that i would pitch to for some people and you know i would be like well what the world why wouldn't you want to respond to me Mm -hmm. and you know Sometimes I would have a hard time with processing that. But then I would think, like, you know, you just got to keep going. Yeah. You got to keep trying. Try the next one or even just write them back and see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that happened. I started writing people back again. And then they started reaching out. Yep. So I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be at. But had I not actually been resilient, you know, I love the word resilient. Resilient. Had I not been resilient and pushed through and kept at it, then, you know, it wouldn't happen. And I wouldn't be on the path that I'm on right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that y'all have heard that expression, delay is not denial. Mm -mm. And I truly believe that. Don't let any of those no's be where you stop. Exactly. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes a no is simply a no because it's not meant to be a part of your journey, you know, and that's something that's really hard to understand when you're not completely aligned with your passion Mm -hmm. and your purpose. And, you know, if you know, if you something about purpose, like it's almost like you can see the end. Mm -hmm before you even have the middle all the way together. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you have to be so focused on where you're going or on your destination that you can't even see 
you know, the potholes and the deer jumping out in front of you Not and the, the, the roadkill on the side. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't smell the skunk that you just drove. Like, you got so much tunnel vision that you can't eat. Like, none of that is even phasing you. Yeah. But even that, like, you saying, you know, if somebody tells you no and that may not be where you're supposed to mm-hmm. be going, take that no as a blessing. Yes. Because those yes. no's where, you know, it may not be for you mm-hmm. is actually part of the journey to get to where you're yes. supposed to be. Yes. So that no actually was a curve in the road mm-hmm. for you to go the other way so that you yeah. can get to where you're supposed to yeah. go. A no could a no could just be not yet. Yeah. It could be, you know, not right now or not this, mm-hmm. you know. So maybe add a T to the end of that no and make it a not something instead of just a flat out no. Not right now. Not, yeah. Not yet. Not not her, not him, oh, not that. that. Oh, Honey, oh, yes. We gonna do that right Yes, now? because <laughs> even when it comes to relationships sometimes, you know, if say you're really into somebody, you know, everything is perfect about them. Or and, so you think. Or so you think, and, and they just ghost you. Ooh, the ghost. Honey, but that could literally be you're not him. Yeah. Not her. Yeah. Or not right now. Just not just calm down, sis. It's not yet. Just wait. Just be patient. Not this. Mm-hmm. Not here. Not there. Not everywhere. <laughs> like really, Seuss. really, really, really though. <laughs> for real. Like, y'all have to think about life this way and just really realize that Everything isn't going to go your way. Everything isn't going to be how you plan. But. That's not the end of it. That's not the end. Like like Nietzsche says. Her favorite word. Resilience. Like as long as you keep getting up. And keep taking steps. And keep working towards your goal. All of the things that are meant to be. On your path. Mm Mm-hmm. And in your suitcase, when you get to your destination, like, think about it like you're, you, you're going on a vacation. Your suitcase is empty. Like, you leave with an empty suitcase. Leave your house. Get on a plane with an empty suitcase. And along the way, you are just picking up things and adding them to your suitcase. You know what I'm saying? Like, so by the end of your trip, you will have everything that you need in your suitcase. And throughout, you have to decipher what things you need, what things you don't need. And sometimes you're going to think you need things. And you've already put it in your suitcase. And then you're going to run into something else that you need more. And mm-hmm. you realize you didn't need that last thing you picked up. So you got to throw it out of your suitcase, sis. Because you, you, you only have, you only have mm-hmm. so much room. And if you're putting things that you don't need and that really aren't for you, then... You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to close your suitcase. You're not gonna be able to take your stuff. So you gotta make sure you got the right stuff, sis, and you gotta be able to understand what is right and what is not, and what is a no and what is a not yet. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think that's so important. Um, I mean, and it's so hard because when you really want something, like when you really your really mind want and your heart is set on yeah. it. So, to hear a no, you're like, what? Yeah. But this is what I wanted. Exactly. I remember I I wanted so bad 
to do hair and makeup. I wanted, I remember the first day that I went to Paul Mitchell, <laughs> honey, I was going to be a celebrity makeup artist. Nothing else. Couldn't tell me nothing else. I was going to move to Atlanta, Georgia. Soon as I got out of school, mind you, I had a one-year-old at the time. Like, I had no idea how this was. I just knew this was my plan. Like, this was what I had in my head. This is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. But the whole t- craziest part about it is the whole time, like, God knew mm-hmm. that that was not going to happen. That was not Even though I didn't know, like, I was completely obliv- oblivious to his plan. Um, and I was making my own plans. You leaned on your own understanding. Leaned on my own understanding and it got me, boy. It got me. Every listen, it's real, y'all. It's real. It's real. You have to really, really figure out what God's plan is for your life. And at that time, this was 2013. I wasn't thinking about no lashes. Like, I don't all I knew was strip lashes, and honey, I was filling in my eyebrows with mascara. <laughs> like, I kid you not. What? So it was like I was at I was in a phase where I thought, you know, because I'm starting hair school, I'm about to do my thing, I'm about to get out of school, everybody's going to know me, I'm going to Atlanta, I'm going to be a celebrity makeup artist, honey, making millions, and that's always a dream, girl. What? And that's always the number two that you choose. I'm making millions as soon as. As soon as I get, as soon as I graduate and step out this door, that I'm going to get a million dollar check. Mm-hmm. Like, no, sis. <laughs> that is not the way it works. That's not realistic. It's not. And um, I had to really, like, over the course of time, humble myself. I ended up working in a salon. I worked at Ulta for about three years after that. And then... I ended up having to, um, I couldn't make that trip anymore. I couldn't drive back and forth to Lexington anymore. It was just too much for me at the time. My car was messing up. It was just too much. And all of that were my not this, my not yet, Mm -hmm. my not now, not here. Um, but I didn't, I didn't realize that then. So I, I came home and I did. I was a kitchen beautician for about four more years after that. And um, I was, I mean, I was doing every kind of hair you can think of braids, sew ins, color cut, like all of this out of my house. And I was just trying to make it work because I thought that doing hair is what I was supposed to do. Like that's why I went to hair school. I even picked up makeup for a little bit but nothing was really like sticking I was just doing it because I knew how Mm -hmm. and I liked it but it was it just wasn't it just wasn't that feeling like oh yeah this is is it this is my thing Mm -hmm. so um did that for a while and then my hands started um giving me some problems started cramping a lot and you know and hairdressers it's it's common um to get carpal tunnel mm-hmm. from, you know, doing all that stuff with your hands. And I made the decision to stop um, doing hair all the time. I thought, you know, maybe I could only do it on the weekends. And so I went and got a job at Kroger. And um, I've talked about this a little bit before. But that I think that moment, me going to work um, in a grocery store was kind of like my awakening like your turning point yeah i was really like 
this ain't for this me. This ain't it. Like, mm-hmm. this cannot be what I'm supposed to do. And the longer that I worked there, the more it burned in my mind. Like, something is in me that I haven't found yet. So, um, last year, January, I decided to announce that I was going to do lashes. And it took over my whole life like that is what I've been doing ever since don't want to do anything else I don't want to do hair anymore I don't want to do makeup anymore I just want to grow my lash career as much as I possibly can and that is my yes now all of those other things they weren't no's like you know, me realizing that I, I didn't want to do hair, that wasn't a no, that was just a not this. Like, not, doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful in the beauty industry or mm-hmm. that you went to hair school for no reason. Um, well, it I mean, just that means was that, the whole setup yeah, for where you're at now. And I just, like, the process of me doing all of those things leading up into this point is just really, like, a lesson in there's no such thing as no like there's there's no such thing as you can't it's just not this like you just you just have to find something else you really have to and I think about that time like right before I started Kroger is when I really had started my like spiritual journey too so things were like kind of coming to me more than I was more open and um I think when you really finally decide like there's a time for me to really get centered in myself mm-hmm. get centered in God mm-hmm. that is when you really start seeing and hearing clear of where of what your purpose is and yes. where you're supposed to be going yes yes so like I noticed that even with myself you know mm-hmm. and you saying that you know I, that that's a big that's a big part of you getting to where you're supposed to be yes is just being in tune with yourself and in tune with God. Yes. That's what I think. I mean, I totally agree. I think that I wish I could remember the Bible verse. Um it's talking about meditation. Um I can't I, forgive me because I'm not <laughs> I'm not big, you know, I have I haven't read the whole Bible. I I don't have any of it memorized except for John 3:16, honey. For God to love the world. <laughs> that's the that's the one we know. Yes, it's the one we always going to know. But this particular verse talked about meditation and it said that um something about even in his even in his trials or even in his tribulations he meditated day and night. And um I have the Quest Bible. It's like a study Bible. So it kind of breaks things down. And it said that day and night doesn't necessarily mean morning and evening. It means day being the highest points of your Mm -hmm. life and night being the lowest points of your Mm -hmm. life. Like even in dark times, you meditate. So meditation and actually like setting plans and affirmations and um, speaking positive words until your life can really make a difference and honestly set a bar um, for how you want your life to go. Um, there's another verse in the Bible that says, write the plan and make it plain. Like, Look, write it on paper, honey. Yeah, that is uh, my friend Mel's verse, honey. She would say that all the time. Yes, write it and make it plain. Mm-hmm. I do that every morning because... 
the things that you write down on paper. That is Habakkuk 2-2. Two, two. Yep, there you go. Habakkuk mm-hmm. 2 and 2. So, yeah. Right. The, I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what it says. Yeah, let's read it we're talking us. about it. Habakkuk 2-2. Two, two. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord replied, write down a revelation and make it plain on yes. tablets so that a herald may run with it. Yes. Okay. Yes, write it down honey. and make it plain. See the vision, write it down, make mm-hmm. it plain. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, for sure. And that that's just it. Now, now even with that, though, like you will have no's even when you see the vision mm-hmm. and you write it down. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to not be held by those no's. Okay. Absolutely. You have you have too much on yourself to be held by a no. Mm-hmm. You're too talented. You're too skilled mm-hmm. to be held by a no. Yeah. You got to keep pushing forward, keep moving, regardless of whoever tells you that you cannot. Yes. And none of us, none of us were born to... Um, Just be, you know, remain stagnant. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that either. I, I believe everybody has a purpose for something. And Whatever I, it may be. I honestly think that everybody has um, that that God in them. Like, mm-hmm. we are all born with God in us. Regardless of what you believe, if you are religious, not religious, spiritual, whatever. Um, you have to believe that all of us were born with a God conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we know when something, you know, we're not doing something right. Because in the back of our mind, it's it's always there. But um, from birth into adulthood, there's so many things in the world that alter that. Or, you know, little by little, it just kind of diminishes into the back of your mind. But once you become, that's why I say you have to be aligned. Because once you become really, really spiritually enlightened with yourself, like you really know who you are and you can feel um what your specific purpose is in life it's there like you autumn you just feel it you know it you think about it all day and i feel like that also makes it easier to not accept anything as a no you know it's it's all you just keep going yeah you just keep going you know that, that there's another stepping stone i believe that because i you know I, i'll be praying over Look, mm. I pray over my stuff all the time. Yes. I pray over my stuff when I wake up in the morning. Yes. When I get to that day job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I get to that day job, yes. I pray over my stuff there too. Yep. When I leave that day job, I'm still praying. I pray in the car. Pray I talk ahead. to God in public. What chance pray. I speak to God in public. I do yeah. on a regular. Yeah. And you know, when you talk to God like that, like how you're saying, you mm-hmm. know, you're able to really stick to this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Because... That's a direct line. Like, you got yeah. a direct line to talk about what you're trying to do with exactly. yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I believe it. I believe that. And yeah. honestly, so. I mean, it sounds crazy to say, and I feel like it's hard for a lot of people to believe, but humans are the closest thing to God. Well, we were made in his image. We were, I mean... What else? I, there's no other way to put it. Honestly, you know, we we all have that. So it's like once you once you really accept that, it makes it easier to accept um, when things don't go, mm-hmm. you know, your way or how you plan, um, and just just know that it's there's always going to be something greater coming. You know, always. Yeah, for sure. 
I love it. I love talking about stuff like this because it's so just reassuring, mm-hmm. really, you know. Um, we know think, all of this. Yeah, and I think, you know, even when people hear no's, like that rejection, that can really weigh on somebody. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to talk about it and have it discussed to where you can yeah. understand it and where you can be encouraged to keep going. Yes. You know, I think that, that that's very helpful mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know. And so, even even when you do hear no mm-hmm. or um, face rejection, don't look at it like, why couldn't I have that? Or mm-hmm. why was I not good enough for that? You need to look at it like, what can I do to be better so that I can obtain that? Or, or get what's better or get than what's or get what I do deserve mm-hmm. you know if I didn't deserve that then what do I need to do to get what I do deserve I will look I look at it like if I didn't get that then that means that I'm getting something better mm-hmm. so what is it that I yes. need to do yes in order for me to have that better because I know that I that was small potatoes honey but I need them good old red, them yes. good red potatoes over here. Them good Idaho's. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't eat potatoes right now, so Ooh, we sorry. need to stop. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, bad analogy. Forgot. But y'all get the point. <laughs> Dang, now my mouth's watering. <laughs> okay, guys. So back on track. <laughs> we um, yeah, we just we just want y'all to feel us and just know that. There's no such thing as no. No. And we've been there. We've yes. we've definitely been there where we've been told no. So we understand and, you know, we're with you on that. Mm-hmm. If you have ever been told no and you felt that rejection bug just bite you mm-hmm. and make you feel terrible, make you sick because you really wanted that, we can mm. have that bug as well. Mm-hmm. Right now. Is, we also had a cure, which yes. is... I don't care if you said no. I'm still finna do something else anyway yep. because I deserve a yes. Mm-hmm. I deserve a yes. Yes, absolutely. So. In in all things, all aspects of your life, mm-hmm. sis, you have to demand um, those yeses. Yeah. Demand your wins. Demand your success. Demand your goals to come into fruition. Believe that you deserve that. Yeah, absolutely. And... Nobody can tell you that you can't. What you say? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Uh-uh. No, sorry. <laughs> Nobody can tell you that you can't have it, that you can't do it, that you can't see it, that you can't be it, sis. Because you are. You already are. You are all those things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you got to just believe that and don't, don't, hey, you are your only, um, what, what am I trying to say? You're your only competition. Yeah, you're your only competition. You're your only roadblock. And only you can give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to do, we're giving you permission right now, but only you can give yourself full permission to be everything that you are on this earth to be. It's your world. Don't forget, Mm -hmm. you, you fought hard to get to that womb girl. You made it, and you're here. So act like it. Act like it matters. Act like it matters. Act like you deserve it. Act like all them other sperm are watching you like, dang. 
You're she a said dead. she said she was doing it. The sperm are dead. And she's doing it. You made it. The other sperm died. <laughs> well, just imagine that they're thinking about you like that girl, she got it going on. She said she was gonna get out of here. And she, she got out of here. She got out of here. She made it. She made it, honey. And you know, just really just just take that on your week and ponder on it, think about it, be about it. And get it done. That's it. That's all. Don't let you know. Be your end. Yes. It's just not now. Not now. All right. We will see you ladies next Sunday. Thanks for kicking it with us. Thank you guys. Have a great week, sis. Bye. Bye.